Preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the word. PG, 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 feed my hungry soul. Yeah, with a little dicky out there, you better change that oil. Amen. Hallelujah. Change that oil. <laughs> oh, man, she's wild. Give God a praise. Give God a praise in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I give God some praise in this place. Amen. I have an awesome call, real service, and just worshiping and loving God. God is good and God is kind. I'm grateful. Uh, and I'm about to get started, but it just reminded me that uh, as, as Lady Thomas was doing altar call, she was saying, whatever you're going through, if you need God, come up here. And, and this week during prayer, one of the prayers was, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? I just need you to think about that for a second. You just put your mind, if it wasn't for the Lord on your side, where would you be? Can you think about all the times? Well, you should have died all the times. You should have been left on your own all the times. You maybe should have been broke, should have been homeless. You should have been went through all, and God somehow, some way stepped in. We can never forget how it is when God is on your side. He makes a way out of no way. He makes crooked paths straight. So I'm grateful to God this morning for always being on our side. Amen. 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 Like y'all ready for a word? Amen. I'm hyped. I'm excited. Amen. She's right. I did have to drive this morning. Thank y'all for uh, giving everybody a praise. Everybody was here early. Help setting up and praying. I appreciate y'all. Uh, let, let me be a father this morning to go to my son's game and jump on the highway and get back here in time. So it blessed me to see services going and rolling. And I was able to be a father. So I want to say thank y'all for that. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. We ready in this word, man. First Samuel chapter 17. We still in first Samuel. Uh, verses 31 and 32 and it reads as follows then David questioned what was ported to the king Saul and the king sent for him don't worry about this Philistine David told Saul I'll go fight him today we in oil change part 3 today I want to talk about high performance oil amen high performance oil Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, I've been systematically going through the book of 1 Samuel in the hopes that we realize that while we are traveling out through life, there are going to be spots in life. Spots where the speed limit changes. You, you, you can't drive the same way on the street as you do on the freeway. It's going to be time when you got to travel on roads that are unpaved. You don't know how it's going to go or what's going on, but you know you got to get down that hard road. Sometimes it's long bridges over troubled water. Sometimes it's construction and detours. And sometimes in life, you got to get some rest. But the only way to ensure we are ending up where we're destined and called to be is to what? Follow our GPS, God's positioning system. In your study time, I really hope some of you go ahead and read the whole book of 1 Samuel. I hope you do. I encourage you. We're going to be here for a while. I'm hoping that it's helping you see how God does things. So let me do a quick recap and we're going to jump into it. David, who has the oil, right? David has the oil. He's been anointed to be king. We know that. He's gone from what? He's gone from the pasture to the palace. Yeah, he's gone from the pasture. He was shepherding sheep. Now he's in the palace. He's Saul's armor bearer. He's living with Saul. And bro, so cold-blooded. Remember last week? He's so cold-blooded that when he plays the harp, spirits leave. He's so cold-blooded that when the spirit attacks Saul, the spirit leaves because he has the spirit of God. So at this particular time in Israelite history, they are beefing with a familiar foe 
called the Philistines. Amen. They're beefing. Come on, we know beef is. What's beef? Beef is when you, well, well, what, what is beef? We know what beef is, right? Biggie Small talks what beef is, right? Uh, when you can't go to sleep, right? Beef, beef is when your enemies know where you're going to be. I see you, I see you. We know that, right? Okay. Uh, there's really nothing new for Israel. They've been beefing with the Philistines for a long time. All the way back from Joshua to Judges, there's been beef with the Philistines and the Israelites. But this time in history, they got a champion, a, 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 a warrior named Goliath. He's ready for war, y'all. This man said, y'all, y'all want to be familiar with this story, so I'm not showing you verse. I want to flow with me today. He, he's a 125-pound armor on, 15-pound spear. He, he has uh, all this weaponry on him, and he yells out to Israel. He says, look here. I need y'all to bring a man to come fight me. If he kills me, then we'll be our slaves. Vice versa, if I kill him, then y'all going to be our slaves. Look at what he said. 1 Samuel 10 and 11. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. My God, my God. Now let's be for real. Can we be real and use some sense real quick? Goliath is nine feet tall. Praise God. Amen. Let's use some sense real quick. Uh, I'm sorry. A nine foot man strapped up, ready for war. I understand why they might be shook up at first. Amen. I, I get that. Uh, uh, Saul is the head. Think about this. Saul is a head, a foot over everyone else in Israel. So he's taller than everybody else and he's the king, right? Yeah. So naturally, it, Saul's probably around six foot. Everybody else is way shorter than that. So naturally, if he's nine feet, you the king and you the tallest. You want to go handle that. Yeah. Uh, we, we, gonna, we got your back, but you're going to have to go handle yeah. that, Saul. You're the yeah. tallest. Yet, he doesn't want to go fight. He's terrified. Let's be for real. If Shaq showed up to fight to the death, and Shaq is seven feet, I, I think some of us would be like, oh, Lord, I need you in this season, yeah. right? Because yeah. he's seven feet, so he's nine feet tall, but he's big and bad. But what he messed up is he defied the armies of Israel, which means he defied who God is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't get nothing else from today, please walk with me. Uh, ain't nothing ever too big or too hard for God. Amen. I don't care what giant shows up in your life. If you don't get nothing else today, nothing's too hard or too big for God. I don't care what the giant may be. The giant may be depression in your life. The giant may be insecurity. The giant may be anxiety. It might be a financial crisis. It might be sickness. It might be loneliness. It might be fear. I don't care what the giant is. You have to make up in your mind no one or anything is too big or too much That's for it. my God. So Saul is the leader, y'all. Think about Saul. We know what? That when it was his time to obey God, he spared King Agag and of the Amalekites and all his men kept all the good stuff. Y'all remember that? So all the men followed the king's lead. Naturally, they're still following the king's lead. This time, everyone is scared and terrified because the king is scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's moved out of fear now. So we got to learn to move and put our faith over our fear. Fear is what false evidence appearing real. And you got to understand that fear will keep you bound. Uh, fear will keep you somewhere you don't want to be at. Fear will keep you from reaching your potential. Fear will keep you from being who God calls you to be. Fear will keep you. A lot of people have not got to where God called them to be and missed out on blessings, missed out on some of the best times of their life because fear kept them bound. If we can be honest in the house of God today, all of us have let fear overtake us at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fear has came into us and it overtake us. Yeah. Why? We see the giant, 
We see the potential destruction and we consider all the catastrophic conclusions yeah. this fear could cause. Yeah. And it creeps in us. But the Bible says, well, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, yeah. but of power, love, and a sound mind. So, so if fear doesn't come from God, that means fear comes from my enemies, which means only God can give me the strength to overcome my fears. I told you a few weeks ago, watch this. Uh, in real time, the children of Israel are going through time and time again. And God says things like this, don't be afraid. He says things like, be strong and courageous. Yeah. He says things like that. Why? Because he knows that the, 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 there is danger yeah. in a direction where they are headed. Yeah. But because he's ordering the step, the danger don't matter. Ooh. Yeah, I get it. He says, don't be afraid. I get it. It's a giant. Don't be scared. You're about to go to war. Don't be scared. I understand all that. But the reason you don't let fear overtake you is because I've ordered your steps. See, when God is ordering your steps, you're comfortable. You're confident. You're, dare I say, a little cocky. Amen. And because God is with me, who can be against me? I'm more than a conqueror than him than anybody to be. So we let God be God in our life and he gives me the strength. Yeah. If God's will takes me there, his grace will protect me <laughs> even in the midst of danger. Amen. Yeah. Bible declares God is our refuge and our strength, our very present help in the time of trouble. So while all this is going on, y'all, David is back at home taking care of the sheep. David is the youngest of all the brothers. He's back home now. Uh, the three older brothers have went on the war. Yeah. So what's going on now, Goliath has been barking for 40 days. Say 40 days. 40 He's been talking crazy for 40 days, <laughs> telling them, look here, y'all bring somebody to fight me. I'm going to fight y'all, and then we're going to do this thing, right? Yeah. So one day, Jesse says, David, I need you to go check on your brothers. Uh, take them with some baskets of some grains and some roasts. I need you to get about 10 cuts of cheese. Take it to the captains and give me a report on your brothers. It's been 40 days. I ain't heard nothing. Are we winning? Are we losing? I don't know what's going on. The Bible is very clear. The next morning, David got up early and did what his father told him. Amen. Oh yeah, y'all missed that. Amen. We're talking about the anointing and the instructions for week. And I need y'all to understand that the anointing flows under the instruction and obedience of God. It, it don't flow no other way. David has the oil. David has been anointed to be king. David's been chilling at the palace. Daniel, David's been everywhere. Yet when his daddy told him to do something, young folk, I hope you're listening to me. That when his daddy told him to do something, he got up and did it immediately. He didn't wait. He didn't hesitate. And we wonder why David is so blessed. We wonder why David is so covered throughout the Bible. Because David had a spirit of obedience on him. If God said do it, I'm going to do it. If somebody has authority over me, they say do it, I'm going to do it. As long as it don't make me disrespect my God or defy my God, I'm going to do it. What I'm told, and that anointing flows through David so heavily, y'all. So David pulls up to the battle scene. He's asking everybody, What is the reward for killing this Philistine who's divine, the armies of God? That the king gonna give him what? One of his daughters to marry? The king gonna make sure his father don't gotta pay no taxes? That's the reward. So he's asking all these questions about what's going on, but he says this word that is so powerful the reward for killing this Philistine. Who's defining our God? Wow. Ooh, yeah, yeah, perspective is everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm gonna help you out. Perspective is everything. People are afraid and in fear because all they can see is themselves facing a giant. David ain't worried about that. David said, Where the word at? Because he defined my God. See, if you show up and think you got to do it on your own strength, you failed already. If you show up and think you the one that's going to make it happen and you going to do it, oh, my God, I feel sorry for you. For us that know, amen, that it ain't me, God. God, you working through me. God, you are handling my 
business. God, you are doing it, so God, I'm going to let you do what you do. David shows up and says, what's the reward for killing this giant? Yeah, 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 I love this. David shows up, and he's called to do something else. David's called by his father to go check on his brothers, but, but David shows up asking questions about the reward. And real quick, I just need about four or five no limit soldiers that's riding, riding, about about it real quick. That, that, that little watch that you can talk about me if you want. You can hate on me. You can lie on me. But you talk about my God, we got a problem, amen. A God been too good to me. He forgiven me for too much. He loved me too much. He helped me. He protected me. He guided me. He My God. David said, y'all tripping. Y'all scared of this giant? He's defying God. Our God. That's who he's defying, y'all. Look at this. Verse 27, 28. And these men gave David the same reply. They said, yes, that is the reward for killing him. But when David's oldest brother, Eliab, heard David talking to the man, he was angry. What are you doing around here anyway? He demanded. What about those few sheep you're supposed to be taking care of? I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle. Woo! Oh, Elab got something to say, don't he? He got something on his heart. Real quick, God gave me this. Uh, understand this. I want everybody to feel this. Write it down. Take a picture. The enemy's job is to bring confusion to any circumstance. Yeah, that's the enemy's job. To bring confusion to any circumstance. Because when there's confusion, there's no understanding. And if you ain't got no understanding, then you have no clarity, right? So that's his job to bring confusion. There's a giant right now disrespecting your God. That's a giant right now disrespecting your people. There's a giant right now that's been talking crazy for 40 days. And Brother Elab, you ain't had nothing to say. It's a giant that been disrespecting your God. I don't see nowhere in the text where you acknowledging that. But when your brother show up, you got something to say. Why are you worried about David when he ain't the problem? Because the enemy's job is to bring confusion to any circumstance. We in chapter 17. Brother Eli, God bless his heart. Bless his heart. He's still living in chapter 15. I'm trying to help somebody. That. Who living in the past today? Who, who living in your rearview mirror today? Who, who living in your past? He, he's still living in chapter 15. Maybe I got to make y'all remember. I know we've been in the same story, but let me help y'all back to 15. A couple sermons ago, he's still big mad. Why? He the oldest. That means when Jesse got the word yeah. that one of his sons yeah. was gonna be king, yeah. he slid on Eli. Yeah. He said, Eli, brother, you my oldest. Got the blessing about to be on your yeah. life. Tell me about to come make a king. So he invited all the brothers, but you gonna go up here first yeah. because I already know you look good, you tall, you got the qualities, you look like Saul, you're gonna be king. So he's still mad because he thought he was gonna be king. Samuel even thought he was gonna be king. What did God say? God doesn't look on the outside, but looks on the inside. So Samuel thought he was gonna be king. Jesse thought he was gonna be king. Eli, he, he thought he was him. He thought he was gonna be king. And God said, I ain't chosen none of y'all. Cause he don't have the oil. It's a trip on this road to life when people like Eli watch this who don't like you, don't care about you, who pray on you, P-R-E-Y, instead of pray for you, P-R-A-Y, but always got something to say about you. My God, how, how do you have something to say about me? You don't even pray for me. How you got something to say for me? You don't even have a helping hand. You don't encourage me. You don't speak a word in my life. Yet you got so much to say about me, David, on the road to obedience. 
I'm here because daddy told me to help you. <laughs> I'm here to give you some food because you're in war. I'm here to check on you and give a report back to father. I, I'm here in obedience and because you can't even recognize that. You're here with hate in your heart because you're jealous of me. Jealousy is a heck of a thing, y'all. It's a heck of a thing. I'm here to help you, bruh. I come to show you some love, check on you. And, and, and you're hating on me. Why do we know he's hating? Because he says this, what are those few sheep you supposed to be taking care of? Well, where, where are your few sheep? Yeah, your little few sheep. You ain't got a lot. Yeah, your few sheep. Yeah, where they at? Where they at? Yeah. He don't even know. He literally showing us why he didn't get picked to be king. Yeah, I guess that. He's showing us why God said it inside ain't right. He's showing us why we didn't know what his heart looked like back then in 15. We had no idea what was in his heart. Samuel, only God knew. He gives us a reflection of his heart. Why? Because he has the look of a king, but he doesn't have the life of a king. Ooh, tell somebody looks ain't everything. Looks ain't everything. I'm going to tell you today, looks ain't everything. Try to help somebody today. Because he had the look, but he lacked leadership. He had the look, but he lacked love. He had the look, but he lacked the ability to learn from his mistakes. The same problems back then are the same problems we have now. People want to look victorious. People want to look anointed. Amen. People want to look like they got it all together. People want to look like they ready. But instead of taking the time to say, God, I need you to shape my integrity, shape my character, shape my education, shape whatever you got to shape in my life. So when I'm ready for the spot, I know I'm ready. I don't want to look like I'm ready. And we're living a whole time where so many influencers. Be careful who you let influence you. Be careful. Bible says lay, lay, lay hands on no man suddenly. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't let everybody speak into my life. I, I can't let you speak in my life just because you had a highlight reel. I can't let you do that. No, 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 because I don't know what you do on the side. I don't know what you do behind closed doors. And when I come to find out, sometimes the people with the biggest following are the biggest frauds. Be careful who you let influence you. It's easy to look like a lion when you're in a room full of gazelles. It's easy. When ain't nobody on your level, it is yeah. like you better and better and better than everybody when nobody's on your level. But when lions show up, lions recognize lions, amen. When anointing shows up, it's recognized anointing. When education and power and integrity shows up, it's recognized. I can't get over what he said, y'all. Those few sheep. That hurts my heart. Those few sheep. Let me help you. This is a word. It's going to help somebody today. Stop letting people downplay discredit and disrespect what you devoted to. Hope somebody catch that today. I think I'm going to say it again. Stop letting people downplay discredit and flat out disrespect what you were devoted to. Oh, you got that little job over there, huh? That little job. Oh, you started that little business over there. You started that little business. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you you at that little church. You passed that little church over there. Okay, okay. That that little street, right? When you attach to God's work, God don't do nothing small. Anything God's involved is big. How you know, Pastor? Because he said, with two or three of with two or three of gathered together, I'll be in the midst. And if God is in the midst, it gotta be big. It can't be small. Can we serve a big, amazing, and awesome God? Quit tripping on people. Don't let them downplay and disrespect what you devoted to. Don't let them do that. If God's in my life, whatever I'm doing, 
Because God called me to it. Whatever it is. So God is moving on David's life. And his brother can't even recognize him. Brother tripping. Got a blessing. You blessed to be next to the king. Right. You, you, you should be waiting and say, well, how can I get in line to be my brother's armor bearer? Yeah. If I'm not going to be king, I'm going to be right there serving with my brother. I'm going to be right there helping my brother. But he don't even understand the blessing. Uh, he could be next to the next king in line. So we're back to where we started, y'all. Then David's question was reported to the king, 31 and 32. And the king sent for him. Don't worry about this Philistine. I'll go fight him. Yes, see, see, yes. see, the oil, we're about to get into what this high performance thing is. The oil gives you supernatural confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, have we forgotten David's a boy? Have we forgotten he's a teenager? He's not at war. You mean to tell me they in war for 40 days? A giant is going off. And grown men ain't saying nothing. This boy shows up who watches sheep, a few sheep might have had, who watches sheep. It says, don't worry. I'll go fight him, my God. This ain't for everybody, amen. So, this, this, you might want to say, your partner, give me some room right here because this might not be for you. But sometimes you got to show up, you got to be ready to fight. Woo! You got to show up and be ready to fight. Sometimes the enemy will not on your door. Sometimes the enemy will bring the fight right to your front door, right to your porch, right to your bedroom. And I'm telling you right now, when the enemy comes in to defy your God, you better learn to fight. I'm here to fight, amen. I'm going to fight for my marriage. I'm going to fight for my kids. I'm going to fight for my family. I'm going to fight for my church. I'm fight. I'm saved, but I ain't no punk, amen. Yeah. Oh, don't get me twisted. I'm saved, but I ain't no punk. I fight for mine, amen. The difference is, I learned that I don't fight with my fist no more. The difference is, I've learned something through God that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down the stronghold. I learned now, instead of having all that armor, I'm dressed up with the armor of God. I got the helmet of salvation. I got the peace of belt. I got the shepherd's plate of righteousness. I have all God has for me. So I still fight. I just fight different. Fight David yeah. shows up ready to good. fight. I'm telling you, people of God, you got to be ready to fight sometimes. Yeah. The devil's trying to kill your family, trying to kill your lineage. He's trying to make sure your lineage has addictions and drugs and murder and violence and bondage all through your, all through your uh, uh, lineage and your, uh, all your kids and grandkids. And we got to show up ready to fight. Jesus. You can't have mine. Uh-uh. I'm going to fight till I can't no more. I stop fighting when I reach glory. Amen. amen. That's when I stop fighting. Until then, I'm, it's a war going on and I'm fighting. Amen. So Saul, he don't take David seriously, y'all. He tried to remind David, boy, don't you know you're just a youth? You know that, right? He's been a man of war since he was a youth, is what he told him. Amen. Go read the story. Go read it. Okay? Go verse for verse today. Familiar story. So Saul... Watch this. Who has a distressing spirit, has no oil, is telling David what's impossible. Mm -hmm. He's he, he the king. He got influence. He's the king. He has influence. But he has a distressing spirit attached to him. He has no oil. He's not anointed to be king no more. Yet he's telling him what's impossible. Ooh, to help somebody. But we're talking about GPS, God positioning system. And if you're going to follow God's GPS, you got to learn not to let people project their fears on you. Amen. you got to learn to stop letting people, thank you, thank you so much, project their, your fears, their fears on you. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason, watch this, watch this. 
The only reason Saul is telling David that he can't do it is because Saul believes he can't do it. And if I can't do it, then I just know you can't do it. Who told you that you knew what was going on? Who told you what I can do? Amen. I ain't got the memo yet. God said I can do all things. God, God is my lead, my God. If I was, I got God on my side. I'm not worried about nothing. I want to conquer the impossible. I want to do more than anybody can dream of. God says what? He does more than we can even think or imagine according to the power that works with us. So Saul is tripping. David begins to pull out his resume. He's okay. I know y'all think I'm a boy. I know y'all think I got my few sheep. Uh, but look here, while I was with the sheep, my God, God was preparing me. Amen. Yeah, yeah, while I was with the sheep, God was preparing me. Let me let, let, me let you know. See, everybody think they know you, but they don't know your testimony. Amen. Everybody think they know everything because you might have hung out with me a little bit. You might have you might, you might kicked it sometimes, amen. But you don't know all I've been through. Uh, you don't know all I've had to fight for, amen. You don't know all I had to get the victory over. He said, look here, while I was watching these few sheep, a lion and a bear rolled up on me. Yeah, yeah, they tried to steal one of my lambs. I had to grab a club and take it out of the animal's jaw. I had to literally rescue the sheep from the animal. God. While you was doing that, God was preparing me for this day. Woo. Ooh, see, see, you, see, you can't despise your season of preparation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because we want to get to where we're trying to get to. I get that. But we on GPS time, God's timing. And what happens yeah. is we don't want the preparation. We just want all the stuff that come with it. And if you don't take the preparation seriously, what, what is the preparation prevents poor performance? If you don't take that part seriously, you don't take the part of getting it together. David was in the sheep. He was with the sheep, trusting God. He was in the sheep, learning how to pray. He was in the sheep, depending on God for everything. Look at what he told him, y'all. 36 and 37. I have done this both to lions and bears. And I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too. For he defies the armies of the living God. The Lord rescued me from the claws of the lion. And the bear will rescue me from the Philistines. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said. And may the Lord be with you. My God, amen, amen. Uh, I love this. He got to share it to y'all how powerful y'all testimony is. See, we don't like to share our testimony. Like the church, well, I try to almost every week. I, I, if I can, I make myself the villain of the story. I want to tell you all the stuff that had me in bondage. Why? Because there's power. What did the Bible say? We've overcome them by what? By the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. Your testimony is powerful, and we don't want to tell nobody. We shy, we shame. You better open your mic and tell people what God has done for you. Saul was not going to let this boy fight until he told him what God had did for him, y'all. So preparation and persistence allowed David to penetrate Saul's doubt. My God. His preparation and persistence, it, it penetrated through, through Saul's doubt. Watch this. Some people ain't going to believe till you believe, my God. Yeah, yeah. So some, some people ain't going to believe till you. Sometimes you got to be the one to walk out on faith. You got to show them who God is in your life. David knew God from his past victories. I love this. But he knew it wasn't him but God. Yeah. yeah, David could have easily boasted, right? Man, you know what I done? You know, you know how I, I killed a lion? Man, if a man killed a lion, I'm sure it was probably a, a mid-size. I'm sure it wasn't right. no adult lion. So I, right. I, I don't think it was that. I'm sure it was a smaller bear. But still, still the fact, it's still a lion and a bear. So if somebody did that, you don't think nobody be bragging us today. Yeah. Somebody killed a lion and a bear. You see the selfie by the bear. You see the whole video clip. You see the reel showing this. Make sure the drone catching this. Make sure this catching that. I didn't kill the lion and kill the bear. Let me hold up the club. Who want me to sign the club so I can auction the club? 
12 off and make me some million dollars. I love this. He's sharing his stuff and he says, watch this, even with my resume, I didn't do it in my own strength. Even with my resume, it wasn't my own intelligence. Even with my resume, no, it was God that rescued me. I went after the sheep and God protected me. He gives God all the glory. And I understand that we have what? We have some educated people in here. We got some business owners in here. We got some upper management in here. We got all kinds of people, some highly skilled individuals in this place today. But I want you to understand that God gives you the victory in your life. Amen. Every step of the way, you better learn to give him the credit. Through it all. What we tell our people every time, what we tell every time, we can't do this without Jesus and y'all. Because if it ain't for Jesus, I can't do nothing. Yeah, 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 I can't talk, amen. I can't think, I can't move, I, I can't do anything without him. He don't go with me in my right mind. So you better learn to give God the credit for it all. Look at this, y'all, verse 38, 39. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like. For he had never worn such things. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. My God, my God. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. So, so Saul has finally said, all right, man, you can fight. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to let you do it. But, but you're my armor bearer. If you're going to fight, I got to give you the king's armor. That's the least I can do. I don't even think you can win, but I'm going to give you the king's armor. I got no oil to give you. I got no oil. I can't pray for you. I can't do none of that. Me and God disconnected right now. I can't pray for you. You're talking all this God talk. It sounds good, but me and God ain't connected. So all I can do is give you this armor. Be careful when people can't give you nothing but worldly stuff. Uh, be careful when they can't give you nothing but what this world has to offer. No, I need more than that. My spirit needs to be fed. My, my heart needs to be confident. I need to know and trust in the will of God for my life. And he can't give them nothing but the armor. See, Stiles still hadn't figured this out. That God was up to something. He's still projecting his fear and ideology onto David. He gave him a heavy armor. David couldn't even walk in it. He gave him this sword. Look at this. He's a boy. How's he going to fight in that when he's a boy? It's not even made for boys. It's made for grown men. So what he looked like trying to fight in something that won't even work for him. Trying to help you today, man. I applaud David because he has GPS. He has God positioning system. He knows, watch this, I'm the armor bearer. I see how this stuff works. And I know I can't use none of this, my God. All this stuff look good. The sword nice. I'm sure it cut good. The armor protective. But it won't work for me. You got to learn how to be you so God can use you. I'm help y'all today, man. And we're being honest, man. Look here, we made some decisions because of what mama said and what daddy said and what friends said we should do and what people said we should do. And somebody all this, ain't nothing wrong with people helping you. Ain't nothing wrong with having mentors, none of that. But at the end of the day, you have to make decisions for yourself. You gonna live a hard life trying to fill somebody else's shoes. You, you never feel confident. You, you always feel like something's missing because you didn't do what God called you to do. You did what God called them to do. Amen. Ooh, so David, how comfortable are you in your own skin yeah. to turn down the king's armor? I love this. David knows who he is. 
He knows what God's called him to do. And he says, I'm cool. I can't do that. Yeah. So David leaves. He picks up five smooth stones from a stream and puts them in his shepherd bag. The Bible says he armed with only a shepherd bag, a staff, and a slingshot. He heads across the valley to fight the Philistine, my God. He's armed with nothing but a staff, the stones, and a slingshot. And if I can suggest to you today, my God, just like David is comfortable in his own sin, he didn't take Saul's armor, we all got to find our slingshot, my God. What is your unique talent? What is your gift that God has blessed you with? What has what, what God given you so you can slay giants in your life? That you're not tapping into. What has God given you? The power and the resources to do the mind frame. The burden in your heart. God has given you this. And I'm here to tell you. God's giving you a slingshot. Not to only change your life. But to change every life that's connected to you. Yeah, yeah. Even people you don't even know will be influenced. If you operate in your slingshot. So anybody that matriculated through Sunday School 101, y'all know the story, how the story ends. There's no surprise in it. We, we know David defeats Goliath. Amen. There's no, 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 no cliffhangers here. We, we know that, right? He defeats Goliath. So let's pay attention, and, and I'm almost done. So David steps up to Goliath, and they get into a yelling match. Yeah, they get, they get to screaming, yeah. Goliath, look here, big old tall Goliath. So look here, my dog, and a, my dog, you come up here with a stick, boy? Do you, do you see who you fighting? I got all the muscles. I got all the height. I got all the strength. You came up here with a stick? He said, boy, I'm going to take your flesh. I'm going to feed it to the animals and I'm going to feed it to the bird. David says, man, you come up here with a sword, a spear, and a javelin. Yeah, yeah. He talked about David with a stick. But David said, let me tell you what you're coming up here with. You're coming up here with a sword, a spear, and a javelin. What David is really saying, you coming in here with the wisdom of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're coming here with the weapons of this world. You're coming with me with your own size and strength. That's cool. You can come with me whatever you want to. But the difference between me and you, I'm coming in the name of my God. And because I'm coming with God, I got something you don't got. Jesus. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how powerful you are. I don't care how big your weapons are. You can have all that. You don't have what I have. So David said today. The Lord will conquer you, and the whole world will know there is a God in Israel. Notice how David still ain't about to take credit for the victory. He said, today, you and the Lord will conquer you. I don't even know how he's going to do it. I don't know how it looks like. I just know, my God. I'm trying to help somebody like that. I'm trying to help him like that. I got I don't care faith, amen. Let me tell you, let me pass the faith to rub off on y'all. I got I don't care faith. Uh, I don't care what's going on, amen. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care how bad it may seem. I don't care how impossible it looked. I, I don't care. All I know is that today, the Lord will conquer you, amen. That whatever tries to come up against me, today the Lord will conquer. And I'm telling y'all, y'all better go into situations with your head up high. You better go into situations knowing and trusting and believing God that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. You gotta know that you know that you know. David is a boy about to fight a giant with a stick, some rocks, and a slingshot. And says, today the Lord will conquer you. And the whole world will know there is a God in Israel. So when God's positioning system is guiding me, watch this, I aim to please God. Amen. Yeah, yeah. When GPS is rolling, I aim to please God. What, what do you mean, Pastor? See, when I aim to please God, my vision is clear. 
And see, this is why some of us are, 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 are not getting where God has called us to be and not moving because our vision not clear. Because we're not aiming at the right stuff. See, David aimed to please God. He saw the giant when he got there and wasn't afraid. He was upset. He was disrespecting his God. His aim was to please God. David told the king, I'm not scared to fight him. I go kill him even though he didn't even know how he was going to do it yet. His aim was to please God. David took off the king's armor. And then God spoke. He took off the king's armor. Didn't care. And then God said, go to the river. Find these five smooth stones. See, when you take off everybody else's stuff, my God. You take off all everybody else's expectations. We take off all the distractions. We take off all that other stuff. And then aim to please God. He gives you clear vision. David is walking and he sees five smooth stones, not rough stones. He sees five of them ready to be used. But he got clear vision now because he's aiming to please God. And I'm here to tell you today. You wonder why you ain't got no peace. You wonder why everything is disruptive. You wonder why you can't focus. I'm telling you. You have to aim to please God. How do I know, Pastor? He will keep thee in perfect peace. Yeah. Whose mind is stayed upon him. You aim to please God. He takes control of your mind and he gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. That's good. So David, y'all, That's good. finds these five smooth stones. Amen. And I want to help you out. The reason why I ain't worried about nothing on my destination is because this, I'm done. I got high performance oil. Amen. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be like David. Amen. The reason I ain't worried about nothing, I'm not concerned, I'm not beat down, is because I have high performance oil. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let me help you out about high uh, performance oil. Uh, 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 wow, wow. There are a lot of oils. All oils aren't created equally, my God. Yeah, our oils aren't created equally. We, we, we see the oil that went on Saul's life is different than the oil that's on David's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah Saul's oil, for one, didn't last as long, my God. His oil didn't last as long. He got the oil about 13, chapter 13, by chapter 15, the oil gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, see, David was a long life, become a king for a long, long, long time. His oil was different. So in the natural, we got what? We got castor oil. We got uh, STP oil. We got Valvoline oil, right? Uh, we got some bootleg oil at the gas station. Hey, man, you ever, ever had to go get some bootleg oil for the gas station? Like, oh, I had an oil change. Let me throw something in there real quick before I go get this oil change. Uh, so it's all kind of different oils. But watch this. Mobile One is the official oil for NASCAR. Official. Pins oil is the official oil for IndyCar. Amen. Okay, okay. These are high performance vehicles, my God. So you don't take oil that we use for our cars and put them in race cars. Come on. Yeah, yeah. That oil won't work for them. Because their engine is different. The, the speed is different. Their purpose is different. They are in a high performance, so they gotta have different oils. No one who races these cars with high performance oil, though, starts there. They don't start there. What do they got to do, Pastor? The first thing they got to do is obtain original driver license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the first thing you got to do, you got to get your L's. Amen. You got to go down to the BMV and get your license first. Amen. Then you got to learn how to drive a regular vehicle, right? You got to learn how to drive a regular vehicle on the streets. Then when you graduate to the highway, maybe on some back roads, right? You got to learn to drive this regular vehicle first. Then once you've mastered driving the regular vehicle, then you can apply for a special license. To drive NASCAR, IndyCar, or Formula One. But watch this. 
Because these are high performance vehicles that take high performance oil. So, but the thing is, even if I got a license to drive NASCAR and I got that one, I still can't drive any car. I still got to go through their process. I still got to apply through them to drive IndyCar. I still got to go through their process to drive Formula One. Okay, 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 I'm about to bring it on home. Uh, even if you're a professional driver, you have to apply. What are you saying, Pastor? David started off watching sheep. He started off with original oil. He got anointed and went right back to the sheep. He got the oil and went right back to the sheep. And in there, what happens? He encounters a bear, a test. He rescued the sheep. He encounters a lion, a test. He rescues the sheep. And guess what? He's doing his thing. He's getting the license. He got his regular license. And then Saul has a spirit on him and calls for him from the pasture to the palace. So now David is applying for a new license, my God. Yeah, yeah. So now he's going to the palace now. He's playing the harp. Right, he becomes the armor bearer. We see his oil is shifting, my God. So the oil is shifting and made him stronger and more confident in God. So now God has elevated him. Now his oil is a little bit higher. His oil works a little bit different. He's now on the way with five smooth stones. David sees Goliath. He sees the giant and says, God's giving me the victory today. He takes off running, my God. He went as fast as he can, amen. With what? With the rock, the slingshot, but he got high performance oil. He's running as fast as he can. He swings the rock and hits Goliath in the forehead, smack there. He falls down and everybody is shook. How this young boy knock out this nine feet giant? They tripping. They don't understand high performance oil. But what makes David even more powerful is that this, that while the giant is down, this is where most of us mess up. We knock the giant down, but we don't kill it. We knock the giant down. We've overcame that battle. We walk it in victory. We've overcame it, but we ain't kill it. David says, nah, I need to swore the giant down. I got to cut his head off. Yeah. To ensure victory. My God. And God told me to tell y'all some of y'all still dealing with giants. Because y'all won't cut the head off. Y'all want to hurt the giant, let the giant heal. Y'all want to hurt the giant and let the giant regurgitate. And God says, as long as you keep letting this giant come back in your life, you're never going to keep where you need to be. You got to kill the giant. And the crazy thing about it is, killing something ain't easy. Do you know how long David probably had a saw to cut the giant's head off? You know how much strength that took? He nine feet, head gotta be this big. You know how long it may have took? But it had to be done so we didn't become slaves. You gotta make up in your mind. Whatever's in my bloodline. Whatever is trying to attack me. I got to kill this thing because I can't let it come and jump down my bloodline. So David has high performance oil. We know that. Why? Because he plays the harp and spirits are delivered. But we also know that he spins songs as well and he slays giants. And this is why I love David. And this is why I'm giving you a look at his life because then when you read the Psalms, you'll have a new appreciation for him. Amen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said it like this. The Lord is my shepherd. I should not want he making me to lie down in green pastures. Yeah, he leads me beside the still waters. Amen. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Do you think that didn't come from dealing with all this stuff that everybody else was scared, but he led me in the path of righteousness 
for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. He had to face a child. And everybody was scared. The whole nation was scared. But one man, or should I say boy, for you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. Yes. You prepare a table before me in the yes. presence of my enemies. Yes. You anoint my head with oil. My God. Oh, my, my cup running over. Yes. My God. Yes. Surely goodness and mercy yes. shall follow me all yes. the days of my life, and I will dwell yes. in the house of the Lord forever. Because yes. if I have high performance oil, yes. it never stops. My God. High performance oil is able to go way more miles. Yeah, come on. It's able to last way longer. Come on, and I want to tell you, God got stuff for you to do. Yes. But you got to let his oil yes. not only flow on you, but let it to grow on you as well. That's it. That's the good. moment we start letting God's oil grow, your life going to change. Yeah. Your spirit going to change. Your children going to change. Everything going to change. Because God has designed it that way. Yes, God. Can I pray for y'all? Amen. Yes, Jesus. Father God, thank you yes. for today. God, 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 we, we need high performance oil, God. God, 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 we've been sometimes stuck. We've been sometimes stagnant. We've been sometimes stalling, oh God. And, and truth be matter, Father God, maybe we feel like the oil has, has not flowing like it once was. But I declare and decree, oh God, that in this season, oh God, you're going to help us, oh God. You're going to make the oil change, oh God. And if our oil is dirty, you're going to clean it out, oh God. And if our oil needs to be new, you're going to give it to us new, oh God. And you're going to give us the quality oil that we need on our lives. We're not going to let the enemy keep us bound no more. We're not going to let people in fear and situations keep us down no more. We're not going to be conquered by things that are not pleasing to you no more, Father God. I don't care what it looks like. We're going to face every giant and face it with confidence and face it with boldness and face it knowing that you have given us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, oh God. Through you, we are more than conquerors. God, help us to believe that with our hearts in our minds and help us to go out and conquer whatever is trying to overcome us and overtake us. Yes, we believe it to be done now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You got to praise the place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we thank you and we praise you. Um, we, we, we had uh, also called earlier. Amen. So next, next order of a business. Amen. Is if you need to be saved, you, if you are not saved and have not given your life to Jesus Christ, we want to extend that opportunity right now. If you need to be saved, uh, if you need to be saved and give your life to Jesus Christ, I want to extend to you the best decision you will ever make. The best. Uh, I was sharing this that, that Jesus' death and resurrection is so powerful that it can literally change. It will change your heart, change your mind, and change your desires if you believe it. Yeah, yeah, you got to believe it. It literally changes your, God changed my mind, gave me a new mind, changed my heart, gave me a new heart. And it gives you new desires to desire what he wants, his will for your life. But you got to believe it. If you are not saved, I, wanna, I, I want you to come to God and give your life to Christ. Maybe you are saved, you are saved, and, and you want to rededicate your life. You're looking for a church home. We're here for you as well. Want to encourage you and uplift you and help you get to grow in God to what God has called you to be. Amen. And maybe, maybe you need to be baptized or, or a special prayer if you need it. Amen. We are here for any of those things. But I want to encourage you, man. We've got to get where God has for us to be.
God has a plan for your life. He loves you and he cares. He does, he specializes in the impossible. He specializes in it. He used a little video boy, a teenager, to save a nation. Yes. Who said God can take our teens and rewrite history? Who said God can take our kids and do the impossible? Who said God, who said our kids can't prophesy? Who said that? Who said that we're not going to uh, use the world to think that uh, weigh us down and make yeah. us think what yeah. God can't do? Yeah. God specializes in the impossible. Nobody believed a boy could defeat a giant. No, no, nobody believed a man would come out the grave again. No, nobody believed any of this, but God made it happen. So if this is you today, you need to be saved to give your life to Christ. Um, if you want to rededicate your life, you've been out the loop for a while and looking for a church home, we'd love to have you. Or you need special prayer or a candidate for baptism, whatever it may be. If any of those things apply to you, uh, I want to beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to give your life to Christ or whatever it looks like. Amen. We're here to help you and here to pray for you. Amen. Any of those things for anybody. Amen. I know. Uh, I don't stretch this out, amen. I don't rush God, don't stretch it out. Nice medium. Don't rush it, don't stretch it out. But I want you to know sometimes the enemy gives and keeps us bound in fear and we're scared of making those steps. And I get it. Uh, step into the unknown sometimes is fearful. But I'm telling you, step into God is the best decision you ever make. Allowing Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior. Amen. Amen. We're going to give God a praise in this place. Amen. all the glory and we give you all the praise we appreciate you so much god we love you amen glory to god well the next uh order of business amen we're about to get ready to do our tithes and offering amen, amen. 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 Um, amen. this time so we prepared to um prepare your offering from god man thank you uh for what you're doing amen as we just believe in god and trust in god for the for for, for new seasons and everything amen, amen. so uh, the numbers are on your screen. You can text to give or cash app, however you want to do it. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Our ushers um, will hand you an envelope if you need one. Amen. Thank you. We praise you. Thank you, God. We give you honor, glory, and praise for this tithe and offering, oh God, and for the uplifting and edifying of your kingdom. I pray, oh God, for every uh, tithe payer, oh God, for everyone that sows a seed, oh God. Thank you for your word. Says you will open the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing. We won't have room enough to receive, oh God, if we try you, oh God, and what you're giving, oh God. So bless us, bless um, 
everyone again today, Father yes, God. God. Touch them wherever they stand in the need of them, oh God. We thank you, God, for this offering of worship to you. We give you honor and we give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, 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 amen,